welcome to Man in Flow Unboxed, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of continuous adaptation, business reinvention, and the subtle art of embracing change. I'm your host, Lina. Every episode, I'll be bringing you insights, strategies, and inspiring stories to help you stay ahead in the fast-changing landscape of today's business world. In today's episode, we'll explore the power of resilience and reinvention. Let's get real. Life throws curveballs, and to be honest, we often realize, in hindsight, that those setbacks were actually golden opportunities to take a step back, get some perspective, and even find a better path. I mean, who doesn't want to be an inspiring role model for others? Personally, I've spent years in the corporate environment as a project manager for most of it, and let me tell you, that was not all sunshine and rainbows. But here's the thing. I ended up finding my true calling. It turns out what I'm natural at is facilitating and coaching agile teams through transformation, but also helping businesses pivot their strategies. Change is inevitable, so why not embrace it and learn how to thrive in pandemonium? Let's travel back to my from zero to hero and then hero to zero again journey, shall we? It all kicked off during that lockdown. Yes, the very first one in 2020. The good news was that we had clients that were itching to revamp their digital world, their websites, their CRMs, their applications. The bad news, however, is that those same clients' vision quickly went from blurred to anecdotic at best. The hours went crazy, the deadlines were straight out of a horror movie, and we no longer knew where we were headed. So... What to do? We started wondering, looking up solutions, wondering if maybe hiring more people would help. Well, let me tell you, in Agile, that's like trying to run a marathon with an extra leg. I mean, every time you bring a new member to the team, and no matter how skilled, how experienced, how mature they are, the sprint will end up losing about 30% of velocity. Yes, a third of your capacity to deliver simply because those people will still need to be onboarded, adjust to the team's way of working, and learn how to deliver the best values taking into account stakeholders' expectations. That takes some time. In this context, I personally turned into the Scrum Master equivalent of a superhero, minus the cool cape, of course, (laughs) working and mostly overthinking non-stop crushing everything in my path, including, as it turned out, my own health. I became a human yes machine for my team, my clients, and my bosses. The result? Yes, you've guessed. A sleep-deprived, sick zombie version of myself who ended up taking an unscheduled tumble at my own home and finished in surgery. Hello, bed rest in the middle of the summer. Yes, just as they lifted that second lockdown in summer and people started getting out again. But guess what? It turned out to be the best time out ever. It forced me to take a hard look in the mirror and start questioning both my practice and my intrinsic motivators, asking myself, what's my freaking why, my raison d'être? as a driven professional who feeds of success. It turns out that my genius zone is when I stand with teams with 
empathy, not sympathy, which I seem to have been confusing over the past few months. I realized that what I craved the most was a culture of try, fail, learn, experiment again, and share not only the outcomes, but most importantly, the lessons learned. So that's why I got certified, first as a Chrome master, then a product owner, and later on as a chief reinvention associate. My how then quickly came into focus, helping teams and businesses succeed authentic agile style, which meant flexibility, proper change management, and setting up the psychological safety to question the works in ease and flow. This aha moment led me to dive deep into facilitation, coaching everyone from team members, other scrum masters and product owners, to agile leaders. And the outcome was amazing. I ended up over the past two years training more than 200 people, most of the time remotely. So this burnout, this broken ankle, actually became my golden ticket to both professional and personal reinvention. It taught me resilience as well as giving me the opportunity to find my tribe. And here's the twist. To keep my boundaries intact, I had to ditch that employee lifestyle and embrace the solopreneur journey, which enabled me to pick my clients people who share my vision and values, but also to make time to connect with fellow trailblazing coaches and consultants. My certifications helped me get rid of my over-perfectionism and even ditch that imposter syndrome so I could unlock my creativity, unleashing design thinking, liberating structures, and all sorts of facilitation wizardry. So now my job's a triple threat. It's creative, it's efficient, and it's a barrel of joy both for me and for the teams I coach. So, as you've come to understand, change is not a one-off thing. It's the name of the freaking game. What worked yesterday might be today's old news, but guess what? Not only is it okay, it's actually an open invitation to innovate, think outside the box, and keep all those stakeholders on their toes. So you're probably wondering what's the secret sauce for businesses to embrace change and turn those challenges, those setbacks, into opportunities. Here's the deal. It all starts with servant leadership and showing some vulnerability to your team. Be there for them, but let them do their thing. And it won't always match your definition of doing things right. And that's okay. What matters is to create an environment where people feel safe to speak their minds. So how do we make that happen? We start by encouraging feedback. Not only learning how to give it, but also to receive it gracefully. So tools like nonviolent communication and attentive listening can be tremendous game changers. And hey, remember, failure is part of this process. In Agile, we say, fail fast, fail often, and fail forward. To put it simply, a failure is only harrowing if you do not turn it into a learning opportunity. I don't know if you all remember this famous basketball player, let's call him number 23. Well, he actually turned fail into an acronym that stands for First attempt in learning. And I love this approach. And here's another nugget. 
encourage continuous reinvention. The world is changing so fast. The customers change their minds. The tech keeps on changing. The social and geopolitical environment keeps on changing. So businesses need to keep up. Just make sure to give your teams something familiar to hold on to while they navigate through these uncertain waters and stay the course. If you decide to go ahead with a transformation-based strategies, stick with it long enough to see the results. Otherwise, your teams might think, ha, oh, that's just the flavor of the month. They'll change their minds again soon. And that means little to no implication for your teams in the long run. One last thing. When you're implementing change, be transparent about the why. Share your vision with your team and make them feel part of this whole process. If you need to pivot, that's okay. <laughs> Just stay true to your vision and keep people involved at every step of the way, leading them with transparency, honesty, vulnerability. That's servant leadership. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to reach out if you're interested in agile transformation and business reinvention or merely to keep this conversation going through your questions or feedback. Just drop me a message on LinkedIn. The URL is in the show notes.